What does motion sound like? With Kizik Hands Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. Welcome to Taking the Higher Road, a Driver Reach and Freight Waves production. I'm your host, Jeremy Raymer, founder and CEO of Driver Reach. On this show, I interview industry experts and thought leaders who bring their insights to the driver life cycle as we discuss the industry's greatest challenges, driver recruiting and retention. I'm honored to have received so much positive feedback with the contents and focus of this show. Uh, if you aren't already a subscriber, I encourage you to become one and rate Taking the Higher Road in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever else you listen. This week, I'm really excited to be joined by a great industry friend and all-around amazing person, Dr. Gina Anderson, CEO of Luma Brighter Learning. Welcome to Taking the Higher Road. Dr. Gina, how are you? Good, good. Thanks, Jeremy. I'm, I'm really excited to be here today. Well, I'm excited to have you on, and uh, I, I do want to cover quite a bit. I want to talk about your background in education and, and how that's helped uh, Luma, uh, how Luma has benefited from the industry's you're really embracing of technology since the onset of the pandemic and with the growing driver shortage. Um, certainly want to talk about what the future holds for learning, uh, e-learning specifically. And, uh, and then I want to make sure that we get into the deeper dive segment, which is where we answer a question from one of our listeners. But before we get into all that, uh, I'm curious, you know, we've had a little bit of discussion about books and we both like to read. We've both, I have on the, on, on either shoulder here, a, a book that we yeah. wrote and contributed to the industry. Uh, you're, you're an author as well. Can you share a little bit about that? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So um, before the pandemic, actually, uh, we started writing lessons learned in the industry. And when the pandemic hit, um, one of the things that I noticed was there were a lot of people, including parents, um, who didn't have a teaching degree that were required to teach because children were at home and um, from the classroom. So yeah, I wrote a book. Uh, it's called uh, Teaching Without a Teaching Degree. And it's for all those individuals out there that have a passion for teaching, but don't necessarily know how to teach. Um, there are 106 teaching strategies. So hopefully in a walks you through lesson by lesson how to teach um, online, um, in person, uh, synchronous, asynchronous. So there's a lot of strategies there. And I was super excited to, to have it come out and help people who don't who don't teach. That's exciting. And that's something very timely, yeah, I would say, under, under the circumstances. And uh, well, that's exciting. I appreciate you sharing that. Now, uh, Luma Brighter Learning, let's let's talk about that. You, you've and I want to I want you to answer this question, maybe in scope of this uh, of this question. But you've got something over your shoulder, over your left shoulder there that's uh, it's, it's getting my attention. So yeah, maybe yeah. if you could share with everyone uh, what Luma is and maybe in scope of yeah. that also uh, share who we're looking at here. Yeah, so sure. So Luma Brighter Learning. So we're a learning and instructional design company. And this right here, if you haven't seen, um, this is Nugget. This is our mascot. I'm a firm believer that every company should have a mascot and Nugget is our mascot. And if you look on social media, where in the world is Nugget? You'll see Nugget has been visiting all around the, the country and actually world. So uh, definitely be on the lookout for Nugget. Um, and 
And in, in, in fact, the reason why we have Nugget is because, like I said, we're learning an instructional design company and we create training that are short micro lessons that we call e-nuggets. So Nugget is a direct relation um, to that. And we have actually been in the trucking industry for seven years, but we've been in education for over two decades. Um, and so if any of you know who Flat Stanley is, Flat, Flat Stanley was um, in uh, education. And so we do scavenger hunts too, just like Flat Stanley with Nugget. Um, and so we work um, in the trucking industry and we study how people learn best, specifically how drivers learn best to provide the best learning experiences for our users. And, you know, interestingly, Jeremy, a lot of times people think Luma and they think online learning. But in fact, we do not only online learning, um, but we also do blended learning, which is a combination of online and face-to-face. -face. And we also do synchronous, which is doesn't have to be in a physical classroom. It can be in a virtual classroom. So we do all different types of modes of instruction. And is it all done electronically then, virtually, um, from that perspective? Yeah, well, it's interesting. So we have clients who do classroom training in a physical classroom. Um, however, they put all their material up digitally so that they have the flexibility to use it in multiple means. So they could use it online or they could use it in a physical classroom or they could use it in a digital classroom as well through um, our synchronous technology. So there's a lot of flexibility there in terms of how you offer content. Well, your background, Having a background in education, that background, I would imagine, has benefited you and your maybe the positioning of Luma Brighter Learning in the industry. Uh, would you would you agree to that? Yeah, I would definitely say having a education degree has certainly helped um, us uh, in the trucking and transportation industry. Um, in fact, uh, my background in um, instructional design and I have a doctorate in instructional systems technology really helps me um, combine the, the theory of learning with the design of learning as well. Um, and I started my career actually as a special education teacher. And it was amazing to me um, that most of the instruction in the transportation industry was instructor-led and video-based. Um, and Jeremy, I'll tell you, uh, when I would go out and observe orientations, it was amazing to me how drivers would be in a classroom now think about this. If this is if this has happened to you as a driver, you're in a classroom. The instructor goes to the front of the room. They talk and then they turn off the lights and they put on a video. I would sit there and I would observe this. And drivers, they would fall asleep. They would be sleeping in orientation. Um, and interestingly enough, we know based on learning science that not everyone has the same learning preference. And in fact. The drivers getting um, feedback from the drivers, we learned that over 86% of the drivers don't prefer video. They actually prefer, if there is going to be video, even those that prefer video, it should be authentic or, or specific to the carrier. Um, and so definitely education and having, having a background has really helped, not only understanding the content that we should design, but also delivering, developing a platform that's easy to use. Because as we know, it, technology has to be easy to use. For sure, that's the best way if you're gonna really uh, get adoption. I know when you say turn the lights off and uh, and then turn a video on, that's that's exactly what I do to fall asleep. 
That's that's called <laughs> bedtime. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> right. And you definitely don't want drivers learning uh, how to uh, engage at a carrier um, by learning that way. Not so. not the first. Not the, uh, the best first impression for sure. No, definitely, now, definitely not. What what's the primary reason uh, customers embrace Luma? Like, what, what what problem are they looking to solve generally? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I would say one of the one of the big problems is engagement. Um, engaging your engaging the drivers, and um, I'll tell you what. I mean, if 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 you build content that's authentic um, to your to your drivers, meaning that it's applicable to them instead of something generic, they're going to engage. And in fact, I was just talking to Gary Falden. He's um, Dart's vice president of safety. Just an hour before this call, and he told me that on April first. They released a, a safety e-nugget. Again, that's what we call our training. And they already have 500, 500 drivers who've completed their training. 500 already. And I went in when we were talking and I told them, well, already today on the 5th, you have 661 drivers who've completed their training. He, had, he told me he, they've never had that engagement before. Um, and, and we're finding with those carriers that come to us, they, they have that increased engagement. Um, so increased engagement is definitely something um, that, that our carriers want. And they, and they really, I mean, Luma, what we're able to do is really study how and what the drivers want to learn so that you're able to engage them. So using those real real-time analytics to help you build that custom training is, is so important, Jeremy. Um, Out-of-the-box training is just not what it's gonna take to engage drivers. So definitely engagement. That's fantastic. Now, have you noticed an increased appetite uh, and a willingness to embrace technology since the onset of the pandemic? Um, yeah, definitely. So our carriers, all carriers were forced to go online. Um, classrooms closed. Um, there really wasn't the opportunity to go to a classroom, so you had to go online. Um, and with Luma, we have a synchronous technology built directly into Luma. Um, it's called Luma Live, and it's different than other LMS software. The drivers get a direct link, and they can go into the room, and all of, all of the training that you're going to do synchronously, meaning same-time learning in a virtual space, can be done this way. Um, and you're able to just not even skip a beat and continue uh, along um, with your with your classroom training, but it's in a virtual standpoint. Um, actually, one of our carriers, um, Kaki Trucking, saved around $400 for every new driver it, it hired. And, and being able to do orientation meetings and, and different meetings through Luma, um, and that's so important because you don't want to skip a beat with... Um, with the pandemic and even post pandemic now, you know, people are starting to be able to go back and, and do classroom training. And there are a lot of carriers, they're not doing that because they're saving money, number one. And two, they're still having the engagement piece um, with the drivers. And um, one of the things that we're finding, especially for different types of learners. So when you look at, um, um, millennial learner, millennials and different generations require different types of training. One of our carriers, America Service Line, implemented discussion boards as one of the technology tools that they're implementing. 
and they implemented it um, in in April, actually March and April, and they cannot believe the drivers that are participating. Um, they want that human connection. So just because you have technology doesn't mean the human connection goes away. Um, you certainly still can have that human connection. And in fact, what um, Keith uh, Mazik told me, he's a safety trainer at America Service Line. He said he was shocked that the drivers logged in to do the discussions. But from my standpoint as a, as a learning theorist, it shouldn't be shocking that, that drivers, they want to connect with each other. They're out on the road, um, they're isolated. Why wouldn't they wanna connect with each other? And number two, they're also, they have a lot of knowledge that they're bringing to the table. Um, a lot of times, a lot of training is delivered where an instructor is just going to talk and tell you information. And sometimes that's needed if you don't if you don't know anything about the topic. But but drivers, they're trainers too. I mean, they have a lot of knowledge that they can bring, and they are they can train other drivers. And so this month in April, in fact, their training topic was um, health and wellness, and they're sharing different tips about um, being healthy and what they do on the road. And the drivers, I mean, it's unbelievable. And so what Keith is saying is this, this may be an opportunity to have drivers. It shows that drivers are, they can coach other drivers and also train other drivers. And so giving them the power and, and the control and the choice to participate in learning that, that they want to. So certainly um, the technology has, has, the pandemic did increase the um, ability and willingness to wanna embrace technology. But I think because of all the benefits that um, the carriers are seeing that they're not they're not going to go back. Um, you know, going paperless is a and I know driver reach, we, we integrate with driver reach and it's um, been a, a huge lifesaver for a lot of clients because they can start with driver reach and go completely paperless uh, and come to Luma and do their forms as well through Luma. And, and it saves it saves carriers um, a lot of money. In fact, when you think of going paperless, it's not only paperless of HR forms, but also accident forms, truck permits, insurance forms, newsletters, safety blitzes. Think about it. If you're not going to a classroom and there's no paper, you have to send out letters from the president right to their phones. Um, and one of our carriers, RB Stewart, they saved close to $10,000 in orientation in the first month just by putting their forms and going paperless and putting their permits. So they put all their truck permits in Luma. And so what one time would take 15 to 20 minutes per driver fumbling around looking for permits, now technology, it saves them. They can pull up their permit on their phone in their car through Luma and they have that information. So Jeremy, the list goes on and on. Um, I mean, if you can imagine making something digital with technology, it can be done. Right, It's and that's, and I agree. And, and thanks for bringing up the integration. I was gonna uh, share the same thing that uh, I think we both recognize that the value of leveraging technology, it's certainly not replacing human interaction. In fact, it enhances it. It enables you to have more of it and not deal with so much in some cases just uh, you know you know mindless activities you can you can leverage technology to automate things in some ways that's certainly one of the the benefits on the on the recruiting side with driver reach and then of course with the 
the integration with Luma, the ability to handle so much of that uh, seamlessly and electronically, you know, paperlessly is really huge. And it, and it gives a great first impression to that driver who's applying when they see that that you value their their time and and because there's and and you, they have a good experience. I think that's really important. Now, uh, safety and compliance and you know risk mitigation obviously is uh, is also today in the uh, world of nuclear verdicts and so on. That's uh, it's as important as ever. I know most companies recognize the value of a learning management system to to aid in that area. Um, but I'd like to talk about how are how are companies leveraging. Luma from a recruiting and retention standpoint. Can you can you elaborate more on how you talk about level of engagement? And I'm certain that engagement is really valuable from a retention standpoint. Um, what other what other areas from a recruiting and retention standpoint are people really uh, seeing the value? Yeah, I would say you know one of the main main focuses is building a, a safety culture, and I think a lot of times people think that having technology and not having a human connection takes away from building that safety culture. And in fact, it's the complete opposite because if you have access to technology that will help you support that safety culture, we're seeing um, it definitely can, can happen. So for example, as soon as you make a connection with a driver, you can make that first impression with the driver by sending out a welcome message, whether it's a video, it's a chat, it's a text message directly from the president to the driver. The driver's gonna get that and think, wow, I mean, this company really does care and want me to be here. So that first impression. Secondly, we're starting to see um, significant results in, in terms of um, safety. For example, um, like I said, I, I was just speaking with um, Gary Felden from Dart, and he just told me that um, their crash score on the CSA dropped to a seven. Um, and for, for which means that they're actually better than 93% of their peers. And he attributes a lot to that, to using Luma and being able to customize the training. I mean, that's huge. When you start seeing um, direct results in terms of your safety impact, and, and a lot of that I attribute to carriers like Dart who are innovative and really trying to customize their training and deliver it in a way that's shorter, but not only shorter, but it continuing to, to, to do those touch points. One of the things that I hear a lot, Jeremy, and I don't know if um, you hear this too, but people think that if you're making training shorter, it's gonna compromise their learning. And in fact, it's the complete opposite because the average person, the average learner can only retain a certain amount of information cognitively your brain can only hold a certain amount of information at one time. So if you compress information, you're, you're supporting their cognition path. Um, and then what happens is you're saving money, you're saving time, you're engaging the drivers more because it's shorter. But then what you do, it's not that those other topics aren't important, but you reinforce them later into the training. So training Training is lifelong, Jeremy. Training isn't four days in an orientation classroom. Training is ongoing. So that initial orientation, you can save money and save time. Um, and then ultimately, you're gonna see improvements um, in, in your safety, in your safety um, scores. And Forward Air, they told us they, they cut their safety score by 19% 
that when they adopted doing this type of learning through, through Luma, um, not only did they improve safety, they also, every time a driver went through orientation, they were saving around $1,000 per driver. I mean, that's real dollars and real data. Um, and it's so important to say because I think a lot of times, a lot of times carriers think that, well, you're comprising, you're compressing it. So that means less impact. And it's the complete opposite. Now, uh, beside any other particular key metrics that that maybe some of your customers share with you that they uh, are able to re refer to or reference for, for purposes of um, sharing or showing the value uh, that Luma is, anything else that you can point to? I mean, obviously, they're saving money. You've talked about that. Yeah, definitely. So not only saving money, saving time and increasing engagement, um, but it's also this ability to build the human connection and getting constant driver feedback and knowing kind of where you are with the drivers. So it's the ability to be able to get ongoing um, feedback in our system for metric for our metrics of how how is training going, what how is it going, and how can I make it better shows the driver that you're actually you care about their learning and you care about their experience. So we use metrics in terms of rating on the training, um, in terms of what the drivers, in terms of the um, the ratings on, on how they react to the training. It's on a five-point scale. And overwhelmingly, our, our training is rated higher. And it makes sense because uh, we track that. So every week, we get feedback from the drivers. So it's not only metrics um, data in the system. It's the feedback that you get from the drivers that's so important for retention. Because unless you are studying and getting that information from the drivers, how do you know? How do you know what drivers want? How do you know what drivers feel? Um, that metrics uh, in terms of the feedback um, is, is key. Uh, and every week um, we get that, we get that uh, feedback so we can improve the, the driver experience. Um, so for example, when you think about like average orientation time, one of our clients, um, Britain Transport, they they the drivers would spend 15 hours completing their training assignments for orientation, and then they would waste a lot of time rewatching training. And again, training meaning videos. Um, and when they when they compressed uh, the orientation, um, they saved the orientation time by 50 percent. So it saved on money and time on hotels and meals. But for the drivers, think about the improved driver experience. Drivers now can go through their orientation and, and complete it in, in under seven hours. That's over half the time. So the drivers are happy because the drivers are in the trucks quicker, um, making money, which ultimately they want to do. And the carrier is also happy because now they have a compressed orientation and they can take that training and spread it out over the lifetime and life cycle um, of the organization. So definitely um, the in terms of money saved, improved safety culture, improved driver experience, and finally a reduction in turnover. Um, Paper Transport reported that they had a 35% reduction in driver turnover with a combination of efforts. So it's not just utilizing Luma. And as we know, Jeremy, uh, working together there's, there's a lot of power in partnerships of working um, closely together with other organizations 
that 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 offer services. Um, they actually employed, they worked with the company Job Behaviors um, to do a 15-minute questionnaire prior to being offered a job. So in combination of doing that survey coupled with the services of Luma, they're able to see a reduction in turnover. And I mean, to me, that's pretty powerful. Well, it is. And, you know, kind of switching gears a little bit, you, I feel like with, with COVID especially and the evolution of training, this is just the beginning. And especially with technology and, and, and leveraging technology more, what is the future of learning? What do you, what do you foresee? So it's interesting because I think about this a lot. Um, in, in the learning science, there are four interaction types that are often covered. Um, interestingly enough, though, many of those aren't even used uh, in the transportation industry. The four interaction types are learner to learner, which we don't see a lot in trucking, um, learner to self, learner to instructor, and learner to content. We, we see a lot of learner to content and learner to instructor. The other two aren't really touched on um, a, whole, a whole lot. Um, but with the future, what I see is actually a fifth interaction type um, that I've been studying and also that I see your that I feel like you're going to see more and hear more and more about. One of the things that we do in Luma is automation. So to have learning triggered on different factors. So think about learner to machine. And if you think about learner to machine, what does that really mean? So a machine could be a vehicle. It could be a behavior. It can be a computer or a phone. But really what we're talking about, Jeremy, is learning with automation. So right now in Luma, we do a lot of automation, um, whether it's automation um, of forms based on dates or automation of training based on other trainings. But what's exciting to me as a learning expert is to see the fact that you're able to do automation with different types of um, information from the vehicles. So automation based on behaviors, um, automation based on um, the vehicle. And so I think you're gonna see a lot of more improvements with learner to machine, um, with safety and safety cultures and retention. So I would say if I were a soothsayer and I was looking out into the future, Definitely, I think we're there and we're just we're just hitting the touch of we're just touching the top of it because it's going we're going to hear a lot more about learner to machine in the next five years. We'll be looking for that. So yes. um, we're, gonna, we're, 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 uh, we're counting on it. So you mentioned retention, and I think this is a good uh, opportunity to probably dive into our uh, special segment, a deeper dive where we take a question from our listeners. There is a question on uh, retention and uh and the question is, if you can and answer this, are, are there any low cost strategies for driver retention that can really make a difference? Oh, wow. What would that's, you suggest? That, yeah, so that's a really great question. So if you really want a low cost strategy, so here's one that doesn't cost any money. So building a human connection does not cost any money. Um, you can build a human connection through technology um, with just-in-time texting, um, you can do build human connections through the content that you deliver. There's a lot of opportunity um, to, for retention by building a human connection that really is low cost. Um, you really, the other thing too is going paperless. Um, so I know that there are companies out there that do charge for that, but I know Luma, we don't. Um, 
we take all of the forms and we put them up um, because we want you to be able to focus on those things that are important and needed from your standpoint. So getting going paperless is a pretty low uh, cost strategy to um, really help with retention. And when I talk paper, I'm not necessarily just talking HR forms. I'm talking about truck permits. Um, like I said before, there's a lot of paper forms and paper that's floating around that you can make digitally pretty low cost to make a big difference. Um, and then finally, I would say building a safety culture, and I'm gonna use this word, together. You really want a, to build the safety culture together. So how do you do that? There are a lot of low cost options um, that you could do right now, today. One of them is to give, get drivers involved in their learning. If you're a driver, think to yourself, are you involved in your learning? And if you're a carrier, think to yourself, do you, do you involve drivers in their learning? So what does that mean? So let drivers work at their own pace. Give them a deadline, but let them work through it at their own pace. Everybody learns at a different pace. Um, that's, that's, a, that's free. I mean, that doesn't cost any money. Um, let the drivers learn from each other. So it doesn't, the content of learning doesn't have to come from uh, the actual content of a book. It can come from a person. So giving them opportunities in Luma, we do discussion boards where learners can learn from each other um, within the learning management system. The other thing too is uh, the ability to design authentic instruction uh, to design, don't use out of the box training, use training that has your policies and your brand in it. Um, it's, it's definitely low cost and it makes a big impact from what we're seeing with our research and, uh, and the outcomes of, of carriers that do use Luma. Dr. Gina, thank you so much for joining me today. I look forward to seeing you in person again soon. Let's hope uh, this fall. Yeah, definitely, let's, let's plan on it. Thanks, Jeremy. And thanks for joining me for another episode of the Taking the High Road podcast and for spreading the word to your industry peers. We really appreciate it. Remember to follow along at driverreach.com slash podcast. Please submit any questions or comments, including those which may appear on upcoming Deeper Dive segments at podcast at driverreach.com. And don't forget to rate and review Taking the High Road podcast in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever else you listen. Until next time, thank you for taking the higher road.